Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Forever Dog Hi everybody, it's Midnight Snack, it's Michelle Collins, I'm glossed I um, I have to describe my outfit to you momentarily I'm here with Dan Acton, who, I gotta say Dan, you are slowly um, it's, it's almost threatening to me in how quickly you're gaining fans I got a Excuse text. Me? I think you heard what I said. I think you heard exactly what I said. I got a text from Dan this weekend that he was at a party. Tell everybody about. Oh, I totally forgot. When was that like? Oh, 1 it's all I've been thinking um, about since. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you forgot? Wait, Interesting. Thought, I'm kidding. No, because I'm in a party. So I was reporting back now that I've been like 
you know, talking up the podcast. <laughs> well, if you recall, so I, I, Dan, I went yeah. to Dan's birthday party and I said, oh, they go, how do you know, Dan? I said, oh, you know, Dan and I, we have a podcast. And all together, as though a conductor were arranging a chorus of Mozart's Requiem, everyone went, Dan has a podcast. Like no one knew that you were on a podcast. I was like, yes, we do it every week. He has fans. But you ran into people who knew about the podcast who just knew who you were, which is exciting. I'm yes. obviously joking. I yeah, think it's yeah. exciting. Yeah. No, it was cool. And I and I, I got video testimony. Yes, you sure did. Um, and I was on my couch. <laughs> um, I had horrible nachos for dinner Saturday night. So I was like, I never yeah. get nachos. Nachos are one of the, it's a food. Funny enough, my friends Ed Drosty and Laura Sheenhalls, who Laura's been on our show, used to have a Facebook group about nachos and just asking people to post nachos from around the country because <laughs> when they're good, there's like almost no better food. Like it's truly like it's almost like a food escape room. Like the more layers you go through, just hear me out. You, yeah, you can find <laughs> like you think the most delicious bite will be the top bite. And sometimes it is. But sometimes under they'll fuck you up with something good. And you're like, oh, shit, there's like some more shit happening under. Yeah, no, I get that. You know, and there's yeah, yeah. They're either really good or like awful. This was I'm telling you that they were great. They had like loose beaned. Loose canned black beans, just like scattered about, like from a salad bar. And um, okay. I, I really don't want to be rude about it because I like this place and the people who work there are like so lovely. And I just realized that one girl listens to the podcast who works there. Cool. <laughs> Oops. She's <laughs> right, so let's nice. Dig in. <laughs> but no, she should know that the, the nachos really sucked. I mean, and I ate them all. And then I came home Saturday and just watched. I watched Halston Saturday on Netflix, which oh, we're going to talk about. Yeah, why well, you look? You, yeah. you don't look excited about it. I no, because I watched the other. I, I was planning for this, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to watch the big new release, uh, Woman at the Window," and I think I picked the wrong one. I think you may have, <laughs> because I actually watched about. I watched about 15 minutes of woman. Is it woman in the window or at the window? What is it? Which one is it? She's in the window. She's at the. She's window. under I, the window. I think she's in the. Amy she's Adams. Let me just say this about Amy Adams. A more thin-skinned lady I've never seen. You can almost... She's like a human bodies exhibit. <laughs> she's so pale, you can, like, oh. see the flesh. I'm not talking spiritually thin-skinned. Physically... Yeah, I thought you meant she was, like, oversensitive or something. Not at all. I think she's probably wonderful and lovely, and I'm sure I'd love her. But, like, just physically, she has, like, the skin of the lady in Titanic, her hands. You know, it's, like, very thin. I just want yeah, her to, yeah. like... translucent. Trans- I want her to use a... um serum i guess is what i'm trying i just want her to like <laughs> she looks a little dry you know and uh yeah. but we love her obviously she's beautiful lovely um i watched 15 minutes of it and then i read the reviews and the reviews were like this is one of the worst movies i mean not even they said it was bad not fun <laughs> which is how you know that a movie's really bad when you can't yeah actually really laugh what did you think? You know what? I, I I did a mental trick because I did kind of like, uh, yeah, at the 15 or 30 minute mark, you're like, why am I watching this? Yeah. I mentally put in Cola Scola for Amy Adams. Okay. And that does, that's that works literally with, like a trick. Almost, it actually <laughs> almost works with everything. everything. <laughs> Honestly. Yes. I could watch Shoa and Cole would show up <laughs> and I'm like, Cole-esque Shoa. And I'm like, oh shit, this is hilarious actually. Um, let me say this about Halston. Um, yeah. Okay. You and McGregor to this day, I'm trying to think which celebrity would I give it all up for? Which celebrity would I take on a deadly addiction for? Um, would I easily be, um, you know, swindled? Like take all my savings? Who could oh, really, sure. yeah, you know what I mean? Like 
who's the person who could ruin you in life? Like who could just decimate you and you would say yeah. it was worth it. I would do it again. And for me, it's you yeah. and, and it still is. And actually, even if not more so now, his look, I mean, okay, he, you know, Halston, obviously, you know, the story about Halston, um, very famous. I have a Halston. I should have worn my Halston gown for the podcast. Damn it. Maybe oh, I'll take a picture yeah, in it. It's what's cool. Halston. It's like the JC Penny Halston meaning he like basically sold his name and sold everything he was worth. Um, he should have played Penny. That's what why I didn't I play motherfucking Penny <laughs> to be like, I like this one Halston. Like in the back, he's just like, can you please get her out of here? Like, just <laughs> can someone please escort this large woman out of here? Just that's the whole fourth episode. <laughs> It's I'm trying to carry me out and be going, please, I really like this one. Why am I the narwhal from Elf, by the way? Anyway, um, (laughs) please, Holston, let me wear it. Come on. I like it. Can somebody please escort this large narwhal out of here? Anyway, that's an armhole. Yeah. Yeah. That's not an armhole. That's an armhole. Um, remember Narm from Sixteen Under? <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, I liked it though. It got bad. It's not great. It's like definitely overdone. I will say that I can imagine um, a a queer person watching it and like almost being offended yeah. by some of the portrayals. And actually, it's funny that I'm just being honest because some of them are like over, over, over the top. It's funny that no one has kind of um, protested Ewan's casting. You know, he's a, oh, a fame. Yeah, well, I think he straight. gets a. F- Eh. Yeah, but he gets a free pass because he's been showing his penis since That's he was... That's the only uh, reason. You know. He gets the pillow book yeah, pass. Yeah, I think so. I think He gets fine. the pillow book pass yeah. because he happily and very <laughs> gratefully to his fans constantly exposes happily. his penis, happily exposes his dick. <laughs> Who would your person be? If you, by the way, did you see Lee Pace? Now it's almost... That's what I was going to say, and Bob, it's so generic to say that I'm now, so sorry. When I saw, I didn't know who it was. I didn't know who he was until I, I went to see uh, Angels in America. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I just found somebody that nobody knows about. And like, obviously, everybody everyone knows knew about, about him. Yeah. When, <laughs> yeah. when you said like, who could like <gasps> crush you into oblivion or like physically, you know, he could crush me. Yeah. 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 Did you, you saw the uh, picture that went viral of Lee Pace? <laughs> I did. Best. Yeah. God, <laughs> he's the best. He looked, he's confusing to me. Because it's like, mm. I also want him to destroy me. And it's like, that will never happen. I Now I know you must yeah. feel that way about you and or someone. You know what I mean? I get it. That sucks. <laughs> you can't even like fantasize about it, you know, because it's like, well, all right. Yeah. Um, permission. I feel like I had other stories to tell you from the weekend. How was this party? Dan went to a party. I've not been to an official party in a while. Yeah. How'd it go? This this was the first one that I've been to. Uh, it was great. It mm-hmm. was in a big loft space. And it was actually a really like legit, like New York city party. There was, was it in the city like or in Brooklyn? Roof. No, it was in the city. It was, it was on, it's right next. It's uh, it's so close. I, I always forget the address. It's my friend's house, but he lives across the street from the sour patch kids store, which has stayed open the entire. I genuinely pandemic, am going to, I'm going to actually cancel the whole podcast. I'm sorry, listener. It's been so much fun. Thank you for joining us for all these, whatever, 89 episodes. Uh, I can't do it anymore. I can't do the podcast anymore because Dan 
I leaned so far into my Zoom camera, excited to hear this fucking story about this chic loft. I'm like, literally, I'm wearing, by the way, let me also say it's a good time to mention, I'm wearing a dress from Zara that is 100% wool. It is so scratchy. I'm going to show you how high the slit goes. You're about to see my slit. Wait a minute. Look how high. Who can wear that? It's all the damn way up. I know. I would never wear it out, but it was like $10. And it is so itchy that as you're talking, I'm dying. I like want to... Newman style with the fleas, chunky wrapper, claw this dress off my skin. Okay. And I'm leaning in. I'm forgetting about my dress. I'm hearing about this loft. Our fans who are there. And you, and I go, was in the city? You go, yeah. It's across from the Sour Patch Kids store that didn't close the entire pandemic. Number one, I didn't even know there was a Sour Patch Kids store. Like, what could they possibly sell? There's like, what, eight different flavors? I mean, how much shit can they sell? Oh, because it's a conglomerate. So you go back and they have Swedish fish. Ooh, um, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, so it's like a gummy, a, it's like a Hasbro, not Hasbro, fuck me. Yeah, Haribo, I'm sorry. Haribo, Haribo, yeah, whatever. Something like that. And they have this like plywood uh, taxi that you can get a photo with. It looks like a Sour Patch Kid is driving you. What? <laughs> have you been in the store? Yeah. yeah, it's the only thing that's open. You know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> I'll send you a photo. You have a picture in the fucking plywood cab with the Sour Patch Kid driver? Yeah, from like eight months ago. It's Can literally- I just say something? You think you know somebody? Like genuinely, here I am thinking, God, I'm so lucky. Like Dan and I have really become good friends. Like he's so lovely. He's a great friend. Does this show with me. The best laugh. People love him. And I didn't know eight months later that you went to the Sour Patch Kid store. I mean, he's like, I'm pissed. I would have gone. Now I'm not. Now I'm jealous. Okay, now you really... I did a 180. I would love that. So you were in a loft (laughs) above the Sour Patch Kids factory store. Okay, the so chic. Yes. Very New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very chic. There was a scene in Halston, by the way, at the Sour Patch Kids factory store. Yes, there is. (laughs) You walked in. There was a crazy door policy back in the 70s to get into the Sour Patch Kids store. They were still open then. And it was just him and Liza just like snorting fucking rails of that candy coating right up their noses. Go on. Well, I got I got a lot of poppers there. Yeah. Oh, my God. A sour, sour watermelon. Have you ever done poppers? I've never done a popper. Yes. Have you? Yes. Yes. Can I ask a really ignorant question? This is exciting, actually. You know, I've never felt like we've been close to fighting until today. I don't know why. I'm like, wait, are we fighting? (laughs) What is your question for me about poppers? I just want the listener to know I really don't want to fight with Dan. Like, I love Dan. I don't want to have, I mean, we're like pulling each other's legs. Okay. I've never done one. Let's let's record this question and answer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, by the way, when I asked you if you did it, you, I've never felt so uncool, this uncool, since maybe the eighth grade when, like, I didn't know what, like, the word Jap meant or something, where I went, have you done poppers? And he went, yeah, I've done. Like, as though, I'm sorry, my friends don't have poppers. What does it do? Because in Halston, he um, is being uh, taken by a very hot male prostitute, and the guy hands him a popper to do. And Ewan cracks okay. it open and sniffs it and like obviously like his tongue falls out. He turns into a giant Sour Patch Kid <laughs> as he's taken from behind. His head just turns into a huge lime green Sour Patch. Um, and honey, that store was open. Do you know what I mean? The store was wide open. But <laughs> but he like, I'm trying to figure out if his portrayal was accurate to the experience. Yeah. What happens? It makes you lightheaded or what does it do? 
Yeah, kind of lightheaded. It, let's just say it makes you, it relaxes all your muscles. Wow. And uh, makes you very, very lovey-dovey. Oh, does it? That could be nice. Um, yeah, like, well, uh, How long does we it can last do some for? together sometime. I would love to. Can we go back uh, to this um, loft space? It's going to be like in um, on Seinfeld. It's just a meat market when we go back. I'm like, oh, this is where the <laughs> party was? Okay. Uh, <laughs> It does not last long. That's the other. That's the uh, other thing is you can just do it, and then it's like, well, you. I don't know if you would really want it to last long. It's like, but wait, another question for you. Um, how many do you do yeah. in a night? Like more than one? <laughs> <laughs> you do as many as you choose to. People By the way, it's listening not like, need to know. I'm like dorky. Like I, I've done <laughs> drugs, but like I'm not a good drug taker. <laughs> It's it's just not for me. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a d- drug drug. You don't have to, like take it and then go out. It's literally like a five minute like like while you're ooh. having sex kind of drug. Kind of, perhaps. It's yeah. exciting. Maybe that's why I've never done it. And virgin, no. Um, <laughs> go on. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 bring some next time I, I come oh. over. We, we can do it together. Should we do it in the podcast and like live pod me doing poppers? We call it a popcast. Yeah. Popper's cast. Yeah, the Popper cast. Oh my God, that's fun. And it's all about Blues Traveler, John Popper's on. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, I thought we were doing poppers. He's like, like jalapeno poppers. Yeah. I'm like, shut <laughs> the fuck yeah. up, John Popper. Put on, put on Mr. Popper's penguins. <laughs> I don't know why that really got you me. You have to have the whole experience. We got to do, I need poppers H to T, head to toe. Um... <laughs> Mr. Popper's. We could put on Mr. Um, Popper's Opus, another green movie. <laughs> Stupid. Like, honestly, I don't know if I'm mentally here today to do this. I don't think I am. Mondays are always so hard for me because I'm always like a little tired. Um, I was texting Tracy this week and I debated like giving this a little space before reading it. But wait, so how was the party? I totally interrupted you. And, and I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Oh, it was super fun. Um, it was great. Uh, lots of lots of different kinds of people there. Lots yeah. of you know old friends, new friends. It was very fun. That's nice. Um, I noticed that like I mean this is my friend, but he without telling me he like bought the same bidet as me and installed it. So like I went to the bathroom. I was like, oh, it looks familiar. He got the idea from me. Now let me ask like, you a question, and listener, I don't know the answer to this already. Did that threaten you? Were you mad that he didn't say something to you about it? Because it is a bidet. It's I wasn't not like mad. You, I, w- I would say like. I'd be more mad if about. you bought the same beret as me. Like if I showed it to a party in a beret <laughs> and then a man was in the very same beret, I'd be like, okay, you didn't tell me you're about the fucking same beret. I've been wearing it on Instagram yeah. for two weeks and you got it? Bidet. Yeah, we were both wearing, <laughs> we were both wearing the same like uh, what's happening rerun. <laughs> I have the one with the eye holes cut out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me here? You knew that I got the rerun hat from what's happening and you're going to fucking get the same hat. All right. Um, Well, that must have made you feel very comfortable. You and your very nice, clean asshole. Uh, yeah, I didn't use it, but I just know I, t- I took note anyway. The, but the whole party was great. Had lots of great conversations. That's fun. Uh, Did you meet anybody? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, not that way, but okay. I met a lot of like, or not a lot, but I, I met some like had young people there. <gasps> what are they I like? To like people in their twenties. Oh, you know what? Somebody. So this kid told me something. He was like, uh, you know, people when they mean to like make a phone call, they'll make a gesture like this, like with their thumb and yeah, their yeah. finger. Oh on. no! What if people? He do said now? the young people now they go like this with just a flat hand up to their ear, 
And that means making a phone call. Well, okay. Yeah. So no more banana phone. This is so much better as a phone because no. it's like ear to mouth. So this is just so stupid. Yeah. I would do this already. I would just hold the phone because I don't oh, hold like a, yeah, like a big like column next to my ear or something. Yeah. I don't know. But that's right. what I learned this party. So I want to ask you a question, Dan, and I don't know if I, I, I will keep this vague um, because I, it's just easier that way. And that is just how I operate. But, you know, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm online dating, right. And, uh, and I'm, I'm being pretty active about it. I would say like, I'm putting time in Dan. I know you are too. We're, we're sort of on this journey together. I would say, wouldn't you agree? Yes. We're, we're uh, in parallel. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> parallel journeys. Yeah. Yeah. And I've just noticed lately this, I don't know if I want to call it a trend or maybe it's just it's not with everybody by the way because there's certainly um a lot of like gentlemen out there definitely i've met some very very lovely guys genuinely um but i'm noticing this trend it's happened at least three times to me where men are cursing now you know i curse you listen to this podcast you know i use the f word or whatever but sure i don't know if i've never met someone and I'm interested in them oh. romantically, especially a man to a woman. But I would never talk like that either. Yeah. Just to right. constantly throw out f bombs and like the word cock. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> you know, you're <laughs> Dan just choked. <laughs> and like, fluff. let's do poppers while you suck my dick. <laughs> it's like I really am not here for that kind of language, you know. I'm no, but I'm being honest. I feel like so. I had an exchange. Yeah. I actually texted it to Tracy. And Tracy, do you think it's bad if I read this? Be honest. I need Tracy to weigh in because I was going to give it a little space, let it breathe a little bit, but it's just too funny. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I got to read it. Uh, I had one situation where a guy, she says, No, okay, I'm going to read it. I'm not going to obviously give this person's <laughs> identity away. Again, seems yeah. like a nice guy. In fact, not really my type, like so much. Um, Kind of like mild young Santa Claus energy, which is really not my thing, actually. Like if you and Dan, you know me well enough. It's not what I usually go for. But I'm like, well, maybe I should open up my horizons a little bit because you just never know. And also personality is such a big part of it. Like who the fuck even knows, right? Anyway. Um, so so basically, uh the other thing, he was talking about housewives a little bit, which okay, you know, some straight guys love housewives, no problem, whatever. And we're like, he was like being kind of funny. Yeah. All right, here and there. So then he says to me, he was like, oh, what's your tagline? I mean, which is such a, I was like, oh God. So I like, I'm not even gonna say what I said. If I said the tagline (laughs) that I wrote to him, my lips would melt off. And while I hate a Michael Jackson reference, I would turn into the sand from the, do you remember the times video? Remember when he just turned to a pile of dust? (laughs) That would happen to, I have to reference that. So I won't be doing that here because I enjoy working. Okay. But it was something very stupid. It was like just dumb. And his was like really dumb, whatever. Sure. But so I like fixed his, I mean, I online dating, it's literally hell. I don't think people get it. If you're in an unhappy marriage, Stay miserable forever because I'm telling you, it is not <laughs> worth breaking your marriage up. It is not worth having kids without a dad or mom for this shit. I'll tell you straight away. It isn't. It just is not. Take it from me. I'm telling you. And Dan, we look younger than our age. So like we're yeah. we're still like, I feel like we still got some shit going for us, right? And I'm miserable. I know. Listen. <laughs> I know. So every, he says to me, to Oh, check. can I take you out for chicken buggies? I assume he meant nuggies. But he said buggies, whatever. And I said, uh, so I'm trying to be like sweet. You know, so far it's like not, let me tell you, it's like going fine, whatever. But this is all via text. Here's my other issue lately. 
guys will write and write and they never say, hey, let's get drinks. I would rather have less texting with someone. Let's meet for a drink. If yeah. you're horrible, it's been great. I had nothing else to do tonight anyway. Nice meeting you. Goodbye. I mean, it's just that's yes. the only way to know because some people can be very funny on text and in person just be very bland or rude or whatever it is. You just have to meet right. the person no matter what. So he says, um, okay, I, meanwhile, oh God, now, now Tracy, now Tracy, I'm worried I'm saying too much. So, cause like now I'm reading also my messages, which are like also humiliating. This whole thing is horrible. Okay. So anyway, um, I said, oh, I do accept nuggets as payment. He goes, noted, but you got to pay for any additional sauce. So I said, that's filthy, which I thought was funny. Now, to be fair, I am opening up a door. You're taking it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, wait, so you uh, wait, wait, introduced wait, filth wait. into the conversation. Okay. I know, but that I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> any additional sauce and you're going to not expect you to make a joke about that? Come on. Literally, come on me. So I said, that's filthy. He says... Wait, are you a Nuggies purist and eat the shit dry? I said, no, no, ranch or die. Like, who cares? And he wrote, yeah. blue cheese or go fuck yourself. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How could you say that to me? I'm like, it's just, I can't explain it. I just thought it was rude. I'm like, that is a rude thing to say. And I think he was trying to be funny. But it's like, don't tell me to yeah. go fuck myself. Are you out of your mind? And again, it's like, it's possible this person is hilarious in person. Watch us like get married. I'm like, oh, do you remember the blue cheese or yeah, go fuck yourself guy? Well, guess what? <laughs> we made it work. We're like feeding each other blue cheese nuggets. Yeah, we just, at the- just all day dipping. And by the way, also blue cheese is literally the most disgusting fucking sauce ever. Yeah, so that's gross. a whole other so conversation about taste levels. But blue cheese or go fuck yourself. How about you go fuck yourself, dude? Like <laughs> Tracy was like, you have to read this on the podcast. Cause I'm just like, am I crazy? Then another guy who, you know, again, nice guy, whatever. Yeah. Like using the word cocksucker and shit. I'm going, you can't say that. What? Yeah. In what context? I don't really want to say it wasn't about me doing okay. that. It was just like the way it was used was like also really weird. And I was just like, you know that that word is like very 1986. It's just like a super retro word. I don't love the sound. (laughs) Dan's laughing. I just like don't say the word cocksucker or like even the word cock block. It's just ugly. It's like, can we have a modicum of class? And I know I just said the word come again, but can we just have the word (laughs) a modicum of class? That's filthy. That's a new podcast Dan and I are hosting. It's all that's filthy. And we just go through all our messages and read into the double entendres of it all. Wait, I, cause I was like trying to be playful and like fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was just like a little funny. Come on. I'm also funny. Well, it's a good, but that's a good vibe check too, because like if his idea of, uh, being funny is that, then it's not, Exactly Can you imagine my father telling my mother to go fuck herself, even in the context of a joke? It would I, no. never happen. It literally, <laughs> my, my mother would genuinely build a, she would hand molt a cannon and shoot the man into space. Like it would not, <laughs> it would just never, 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 ever happen unless they're in like the biggest fight ever. It would have to be like the escalation would have to yeah. be at a thousand percent and frankly it would only be my mother saying it to him i could never i'm telling i can hear my mom saying it funny enough i can't hear my dad saying it i don't know it's just gross guys don't do that even if you're being funny it's bad did you keep talking to him no 
And then he was like, oh, oh sorry, oh, sorry. Because oh. like I was just like, what? I, listen, there are literally five million men on fucking these apps. So it's like, okay, go fuck yourself. All right. Next. Like, okay, I don't know you, dude. Like I have 0% invested into this. It's cool. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Right, right, But is right, there a right. woman out there who would see that and be like, that's hilarious. Go fuck. Blue cheeser, go fuck yourself. Maybe there is. It's not me. I don't know what no. meth head out there wants to be spoken to like that. Not this, <laughs> not this meth head, not this mish head. What do you think? <laughs> um, I agree. Like it kind of sucks. And I don't, I don't even think like, even with me on the dating apps, I don't think anybody's told me to like, go fuck myself. Like, even in the, even under the guise of it being funny. I mean, you know, it's, it's like an abstract statement. One ought to go fuck oneself if one likes blue cheese, like whatever. But um, by the way, if yeah. he would have said that panty drop. One might die haunt to go fuck themselves in lieu of a heaping, <laughs> a heaping goblet of blue cheese just spilling over the edges. I'd be like, this man knows how to yeah. speak English. I would have been excited. But you know what turned me off more, though? The word nuggies. I know. Because he's like, it's that's like, gross. I that's like how young people talk you know oh god we live in the absolute worst time (laughs) period (laughs) period i mean i'm i don't think i'm wrong to say that just meant please stop cursing at me i I know that people think i'm funny and by the way i don't say that i'm a comedian so it's not like they know that you know what i mean it's not like they're like oh she's right i don't say that so it's not like they're like oh a comic i'm gonna work blue like no i'm literally just (laughs) I'm just mish. I'm a tender girl. People think I'm not like that. Dan, you know me well enough to know. I'm I'm sensitive. I'm tender. I, I'm feminine. Absolutely. As I'm like, no, I'm sitting right. here like splitting, like hulking out of a blazer. I'm like, I'm feminine. <laughs> no, but I am. You know what I mean? Like there's just, I'm very big into uh, etiquette and, and just manners. And, and I'll tell you something. And I have met some lovely men. I'm going to say this though. On the flip side. I have met yeah. guys who actually have made me believe that there are, you know, he's out there. I'm just saying these are not the nuggies boy. I'm so sorry to him. I haven't unmatched him yet either. I kind of feel bad. If he listens to this podcast, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you're really nice. Just Wait, take it as a, take it as a note. What? If he listens to it, to it and texts you back, then you ought to go up with him. I think. <laughs> no, honestly, I think I have really? to. If you, yeah. if he messages me, like I heard what you said actually for real this time go fuck yourself i'll be like look dinner on me <laughs> yeah exactly right <laughs> that would be the Downs best meet you like how did you yeah, get exactly like let me cr- oh and by the way that i'm really good at i could if if a guy is turned on by a woman cursing at him uh look no further mm. that is where i really i'm telling you i would have been an amazing dominatrix in another lifetime like this skeleton and this you know i i enjoy that it's hey, fine you can still do it <sighs> yeah, but I'm not into the harnesses and shit like that. You know, I'm not into the the get up. Yeah, neither. Just like the, the headspace or whatever. Headspace, yeah. yes. Yeah. But physically, not. Yeah. That's it's too sweaty. Hard to get on and off. Oh, true. Ooh. Yeah, it's probably like a lot of dry cleaning or something. Oh, it's a lot of wiping down. A lot of Clorox wipes in this economy. Me, no, think so. All right, no. we're gonna go, Dan. Dan, <laughs> um, thank you for letting me get it off my chest. I'm gonna ask our guest today, by the way, Kate Kennedy, who's wonderful. She is married, um, so she'll have no advice for me. I can't wait to talk to her. No, it's going to be great. She'll have advice. She'll have advice. She's wonderful. She knows everything about everything, and I'm, I've been really looking forward to have her on. Um, Dan, at Dan underscore Acton. You can find him at the Sour Patch Kids store Thursdays and Fridays at 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Two shows a night. <laughs> Live out of the pine cap. <laughs> 
You should have a show, Taxi Cab Confessions, where you're just interviewing little kids in the back of that taxi. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was on a... I was on a beat with my friend Charlie. We were working the playground. You know how it's always like cops talking about like the worst shit they've ever seen on that show. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah you know, next thing we know, candy I ever tasted. <laughs> His eyes got so tiny. I was like, Charlie, you okay? All right, listen. <laughs> so stupid. And people curse at me. All right, love you, love you, love you. Right. Bye. All right, talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Um, I, I normally start with a very formal intro, but I just want to let you know, Kate, that we were late because I got into a discussion with Dan Acton, my co-host here on Midnight Snack, um, about how men are talking to women on online dating apps. And how lately I've just noticed, and just men in general, like even like a man that I met in person, but just kind of using a lot of filthy language. And I'm like, I, I'm like a tough girl. I curse. I'm not a prude. You know what I mean? But there is just something about it that really rubs me the wrong way. And you're a married woman. Would your husband ever tell you to go fuck yourself? I'm asking. Even in jest? (laughs) Even in jest? No. Ever? No. I'm like, I'm a little bit weird about harsh language that's earnest. Like you say that comedically. You don't say it genuinely. Well, he said it comedically, but even still, it's like, I don't know you. So like for you to even just say that at all. Rub me the wrong way. So this was what we were talking about. But now let me introduce you. Because I've been waiting so long to have this next <laughs> guest. Genuinely, I adore her. Um, we became friends, I think, on my series show. Isn't that right? Yes. Um, we, uh, we've known each other. She's a legendary podcaster. And I'm not even just saying that. I'm pulling all your stats up here. Uh, you can follow her <laughs> on uh, Instagram and on Twitter at be there in five. She has a podcast called Be There in Five. You're a pop culture influencer focused podcast, by the way, which I um I have a lot of questions about that too. I have a lot of questions about becoming an influencer. Maybe Kate, you can teach, you know, I have so much to say about you. Kate Kennedy, I just love you so much. And actually also has a book, which is that's how we met. Twinkle Twinkle Social yeah. Media Star. I think you sent your book to us. And it was so funny that we had you on the show and we've been friends ever since. And that's why she's good at what she does. That is why she's an actual influencer, I think. You know, I was so nervous to meet you the first time because I've been, you know, a Mishad for a while now. And uh, you were so nice about my book. And I was like, I'll be in New York. Like, let's hang out. And yeah, you've been so wonderful to me. And I love coming on any of your programs. I'm glad that you're perpetuating the non-myth that I'm nice. Because I feel like sometimes people think, again, that I'm like, because I'm sensitive to assholes, but I am nice. And I think I am supportive of people. I like to think. Oh, you absolutely are. Thank well, you. and I like, I kind of have that disposition. I'm intimidated by everybody at first, but like, then once you get to know, if people are just people at the end of the day, uh, but Depeche you never know on thing. radio, especially with books, like you, you probably, as a podcaster, I don't love interviewing people on like major press rounds. I'm sure you don't love interviewing like a random ass author. And that's what I mean by you were so nice to me. <laughs> well, it's true. And then I think we were surprised at how funny you were. So I was like, okay, we like her. Like you passed the test initially. We've had a lot of authors uh, on the show for the most part. I'm going to say something controversial. I think I prefer interviewing authors over certain comedians because I've had comedians, not on this podcast, by the way, but on Sirius, like we opened the door to like a lot of comics. And sometimes I love how I'm like just right now starting a whole war with me in the whole world of comedy. Not always, <laughs> but once in a blue moon, I'll just have people come on who are either rude or like they don't want to be there. And I'm like, look, you literally do not have to be here. Like you can go. You don't have to do this interview. Like I'm 
I did this almost as a favor because I wanted to help you like promote your special or whatever it is. Like, do me the favor and just go. It's okay. You know? So that has been, I think comics might be the worst guests of all. Anyway, what else were we talking about? I'll never work again. Okay. What is it? (laughs) It's just true. No, I just, I think that the dynamic is so interesting of, I don't know. I I'm like a mostly guestless show. And I think that you're brilliant at, at making, bringing conversations to life, even if like one person's not into it or be, is being weird. I, I don't have that gift. Oh, that is, by the way, sometimes those are the funniest interviews when the person has completely mentally checked out. And I'm like, so the other day, you know, I just talked to myself. I like have a problem. Wait, so first of all, Kate Kennedy. We talk about the outlets. We, we talk, I just talked about the outlets forever. Talk about Mayor of Easttown. I don't know if you're watching that, by the way. Did you watch Mayor yesterday? I haven't started that. No. I know it's like the one four, thing, it's I'm an sure. hour. It's yeah. an hour a week. You know, I'm behind. Damn. I just I'm getting caught up on a lot of stuff, like important stuff, like Bethany's show, as we talked about. Well, uh, I'm happy to spend. We talk about Bethany's show every week. It has sort of taken my life over in that it's so horrifying <laughs> and yet addictive. Like I can't wait for Thursdays to watch it. Um, Thursdays HBO is to me, I think, really overwhelming me as a fan of their service because they release every new show on Thursday, and it's like. Exciting, but I wish that they would space it out a little bit because they have Ellen's Design Challenge, which actually is a good show. If you're not watching it, it's great. Really? Yeah, she's barely on it. It's Scott Foley and these two like judges. I don't even know what they do, but they ha- they make the most beautiful stuff. It's really ex- exciting. Really nice. So that's a great show. Uh, Hacks is great. Have you seen Hacks? Hacks is great. And I think Hacks uh, speaks to like a an interesting like divide that exists like generationally especially right now and I think it's yeah I think it's a really good show so far it's only two episodes right it's only been two I think they do two a week that's the other thing release one it's like with our podcast release one on Tuesday and one on Thursday why are they releasing two on Thursdays you get it no one cares about this um but let's talk about Big Shot with Bethany because (laughs) tell me your thoughts on Bethany because you are I think more in line with uh, like a Bethany energy than I am like it it kind of just rubs me the wrong way but what do you think about her and the show? Like the entire premise of it being a dream to be the VP of operations of Skinny Girl is just something so deeply funny to me. Yes. And also she needs a like her her job. She's she's stuck in like mid 2010s girl boss culture where it was like cool and hip to almost be like that Simon Cowell, Kelly Catrone Janice Dickinson, Tyra Banks, like mean, aggressive type of boss and as like a shtick. But I just don't think that's where we are in the world right now. And also, like, you can't be a social media expert, a CPA and a landscape architect and and have all those talents. And then this be your dream role. Like, it's just it's fostering an environment for low, low talent. Like, nobody's good. No, first (laughs) of all, they're all literally bottom of the barrel to the point. I mean, some of them are nice. Like I like Maloxy. I like Wendy, you know, they're fine, but every week she keeps bringing more and more new people. And then just by the end of the episode, just gets rid of the new people. So like the original clan is like now turning into a little family. It's so weird. There is, when I tell you that there is no structure to the show, it is almost like they could not land a producer to actually make an episode, have an arc I mean, these challenges don't even make any sense. I'm like, what? So the challenges are help her sell on on QVC or HSN, whichever. That one made sense a little bit. But then all they get to do is stand there and go, well, this waterfall cardigan. Also, the clothing she sells is so fucking ugly. How can she show up on that show in outfits one after another that are so killer, drop dead, gorgeous, expensive, 
the most expensive leather moto jackets, probably Alexander Wang shit. And then you're going to sell a $20 Jones, New York waterfall fucking cardigan to people claiming it looks, I would like to see your ass wear a single item of clothing that you're selling because you know, she doesn't wear any of that shit. It makes me crazy. That is like the great QVC paradox is like getting talent to put their name on like this diffusion or like this fast fashion line of stuff they would never wear, but sell it like it's their uniform. And and like, you're right. It is weird to condemn all the people there for like not doing skinny girl stuff. But like she doesn't even probably rep her she own brand. She's know. not her target audience. She's not her target. She's the target in that she's ultimately the skinniest living person, you know, but like, <laughs> because she really fucking is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you know what? I'm surprised that Demi Lovato, who is busy coming after all these um, frozen yogurt companies, and I'm not going to name other people who are actively uh, trouncing upon weight culture, skinny people who are coming after weight culture. How is Bethany Teflon when it's like she her entire mission is to be skinny? Like that is it. And yet she gets away with it. Maybe it's like that kind of Bianca Del Rio thing. Like you can't cancel the cancel. You can't unskinny the skinny. Did you, I read her book in like 2010, maybe it was called Naturally Thin. That didn't, I did not read that. Tell me everything. I'm shocked that that hasn't been like drudged up because she's not a registered dietitian. She's not a nutritionist. It's basically this whole book that's like your diet is your bank account. And it just, it, it completely perpetuates like toxic diet culture by meticulously watching everything you eat to basically reframe your mind to be naturally thin, even if you're not. And another day I was like, man, I'm shocked nobody's pulled that out of the archives because that would never fly now. By the way, I will literally buy naturally thin on Kindle right now and do except readings with you. Uh, Except I don't want to actually, then I don't want to somehow, I don't want to get canceled, you know, for like coming after someone. There there are so many, it's a minefield, babe. I can't, it's a minefield. It is such a minefield to the point, like you speak for hours at a time live in ways I could never. Well, you know, the truth it's, is it's impressive. It's, it's tough. I watch tomorrow. I like immediately don't work anymore. Um, the truth <laughs> is I'm like, yeah, you're right. I've never gotten in trouble. Famous last words. Uh, <laughs> I think the whole thing with it is. I, I actually, I'm trying to think is yesterday I made a joke to a friend. Oh my God, I would almost say it here. And I remember thinking if I were to have said that on, on the air and it wasn't a remotely, I, I don't make like racist jokes. Here's the thing about me. My comedy has never right. been, if anything, as a Jewish person, I would make fun of Jewish people, but not other races. Like it's just not even ironically, I just never did it. Uh, I don't think I've done it, but that I, I don't think I get canceled because I'm very um, consciously aware of just like the world and what people are going through and what's right, what's wrong. For the most part, I I'm sure I've made mistakes on a moral ground before. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. Right. I don't worry so much about getting canceled. I feel like this conversation, like talking about someone's weight in any direction, you're almost asking for trouble. And I say this as someone who like struggles with my weight. You know what I mean? It's not like a easy breezy for me either. You know? Yeah, I know. I agree with that. It, it is a touchy subject, but I think it airing on the side of like wanting people to be in leadership positions that are like credentialed to talk about weight is like the way to go. Agreed. And that's like all I really care about at the end of the day. Um, but like, I mean, yeah, to see her like even just 
I've had people work for me before. I could never confidently like walk around in a brief in front of them. Can you even imagine? And also, how about the fact that she curses? <laughs> Every other word is fuck this, fuck that. And then one person went, oh, that's shitty. And she was like, this is a job interview. It's like you are but it's fun to watch. I love it. What is like the worst job you've ever had? And she's like, why aren't you wearing a business suit? She freaked out at a crop top. It's 2021. Like she's that kind of made me laugh too. She wants everybody to be like Ann Taylor loft professional, but like she wants a social media expert. I don't know The the honestly to me, Bethany is almost a funny um, parallel to hacks and that it's a person who like it is, is younger, but not really getting it projecting all these old school values for business onto a bunch of young people that like yeah. kind of get it better than her, but just aren't qualified for that job. And are you're absolutely right. Better at social media than she is and who are a little bit more savvy. Although that girl, Nicole needed to go. I mean, Oh yeah, she, she had to go. <laughs> Wait, but Kate, have you ever had a job? I, you know, I, I know that now you're in the podcasting world. I want to talk about influencing. Anytime I've ever had influencer questions, Kate is always at the helm of, I feel like, you know, about TikTok houses. You've gotten into TikTok. I know nothing. This is for me. This is where my career will eventually stall because I don't pay attention to any of that. But have you ever had a job like you're in Chicago now? I know. Um, can you tell that I had a whole bottle of Pellegrino every two seconds? I'm like disgusting. Like every two seconds, I'm like mini baby burps coming out. I'm trying to like keep them down. Um, what was one of the worst jobs you've had as far as working for a tyrant? Because I've had a couple, like maybe an internship or, you know, at a college. Do you remember someone who really was just horribly toxic? You know, I actually haven't had like horrible bosses. I've had horrible jobs though. Like I got duped into this market research internship, but it turned out to be passing out Toblerone bars at the mall. And I kind of loved it. I was just going to say, it definitely was. (laughs) If there was a reality show on HBO for that job, you would see my ass being like, Oh my God, they're little triangles. Like showing everyone, look, they're they're tiny little pyramids. How fun. Go on. Can you believe it? No, that I literally like all my friends got these. I graduated in like peak worst recession. It was really hard to get a job or internship. I got this internship and it was like a a furniture slash wood company wanted people to take surveys at this mall in Southwest Virginia. And in exchange for a 30 minute survey, I handed them a Toblerone bar and I would sit there for like hours a day. And it was it was a fascinating people watching, really. Oh, my God. Um, But that that was an interesting job. I was a beer cart girl for like many, many years. That that was some of the worst of the worst. What does that mean? (laughs) Being a beer cart girl? I actually don't know. So on a golf course, you drive a cart around with beer in the back and like you give beer to golfers and they make inappropriate jokes about you. And you're like, dude, I'm in a Bermuda short. First of all, that does sound like it sounds like you're driving a golf cart headfirst into a sexual harassment lawsuit because I imagine you were very young when you did the job. Yes, I was. And I just I look back on that and it was almost a time where. I kind of normalized it. And I was like, oh, you know, men and their drinks and their golfing. And I'm just like, now my head would explode. I would I would never be able to cruise idly by. Um, And like, I don't know, it was a really interesting experience where people uh, get, you know, the level, the cringe of people thinking they're being really smooth and they're not. You mean every white man who exists? Isn't that like 90 percent of white men all think they're like very smooth, but really (laughs) And other men, too, and other people. But I feel like that's I'm picturing on the golf course, like a Trump course, the kind of men who would go to that. I don't think I'm wrong. And I get it. 
Oh, no, you're mm. absolutely right. It's like wearing those, uh, you know, polos that like don't get wet that have that like sport fabric and and hitting on <laughs> they give young, every man very young women with like. <laughs> I know yes. the, those you know shirts. Those yes, shirts. those shiny polos. Which, by the way, you can have a fit ass man. He puts that shirt on. He's got full titties, like a woman. It's like, oh, it, it is a titty inspire. Am I wrong? Those pink and blue ones. I know exactly. Oh no, they're they're deeply unflattering. And it's you add a visor to the equation, and then like a wet <laughs> mouth, and you're hitting on somebody <laughs> wasted on the back nine. And I'm just like, I feel so bad for your family. Yeah. <laughs> you. Sh- I hope you said that to every single guy you sold a beer to, even if he was nice. <laughs> You're like, hey, thank you so much. By the way, I feel so bad for your family. Have a great time on the green, you guys, like driving away. Yeah. Uh, you've never had a boss yell at you. I've had some horrible, I've had some evil bosses in my life. Like Bethany style, like just making you feel like scum of the earth? Pretty much. I mean, I think a lot of, um, and you know what? They were all uh, women. <laughs> um, that's sort of true. I had one, I hate to say it, but I worked for uh, four years at a law firm, a female run law firm, older women who literally made my life hell. And I was paid, I think $35,000 a year. I made like no money there. And, um, the, the main woman that I worked for who, uh, I'll be kind and say a model she wasn't call. And that's me being unbelievably generous. Okay. I was called into her office and she told me to, that I look better with makeup on. Like I should continue wearing makeup to work. I'll <gasps> never forget that. Um, one time in that office, you're going to actually fucking hate this. So there were uh, five women who work there, the two bosses, one of their secretaries who I literally look for her obituary once a year because she was so evil and she smoked always smoking. And I'm like, she's, if she lives past 80, then actually smoke. I'm going to tell people, you know what? Smoke. Cause it, this woman apparently defied all odds and made it old. You know what I mean? She had to be 60 at the time. She was evil and a fucking ugly bitch. But then there was another younger woman who was kind of weird. So we, I go to the bathroom one day and there was a used tampon on the floor, Kate. And I obviously, and there were only two stalls in the women's room and it was like only our office. This was down by wall street, uh, here in New York. So I actually took a lot of toilet paper and threw it in the garbage because I knew that I was going to get, I just thought, get this. Cause I, I was a lady about it. I said, I have to throw this out and I put it in the garbage. I go back into the office my boss calls me into her office. She goes, we all saw the tampon. We know it was you on the floor. I said, I want you to know something. Not only wasn't it me. She goes, it's only one of two people, you and that other lady whose name, funny enough to quote Seinfeld, but really was Dolores. She goes, it's either you or Dolores. And I went, <laughs> I swear on my life. And I went, funny enough, I just threw that shit in the garbage with my a fucking wad of toilet paper. I was... The word incensed does not begin to explain how angry I was that I got in trouble for this disgusting thing that not only didn't I do, I actually cleaned the fucking shit up, you know? So that was, if they listen to that. Your instincts, that's like, like you had the right instinct. Your instinct when you see that is like, gosh, this is embarrassing for somebody. I'll just take care of it. So this isn't like a witch hunt. And this person, I would imagine, didn't mean to do that. Um, And like, what kind of monster like what kind of monster boss wants to like call somebody out for like, I, I would avoid that conversation at all costs. Well, in a way I'm glad she did because then I could be, I wasn't sure anyone even saw it, you know? So I could be like, you're yeah. fucking disgusting by the way. And you, you know, she looked like, um, remember the turtle that you could draw in a hat for like $5 in the back of the magazines. That was like kind of her energy, this lady. Anyway, kind of turtly. The turtle you could draw in the hat in the back of the, like near, near like the CD ads or yeah, like, the, it was like, draw like this classifieds turtle. for John. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was he was like a little Murray the turtle. Tracy, please trace back me up. You know, this turtle that you could draw. We'll find the name of it. Anyway, she looked like that. But then I had another, I had an internship at this. You're gonna say something. I'm interrupting. Go on. You're like, you know when you can get your name on a small piece of rice, you know, by those ads in the back. Yeah, literally, yes. It was like a scam. Like you could draw this turtle, and every time I saw that turtle, then the other bitch who was meaner than my woman looked exactly like the now late Karl Lagerfeld. But Kate, I motherfucking dentical to Carl. <sighs> Where was I? How's life otherwise? And by the way, we need to wrap part one up in a second. What time is it? I almost think we should do it now. You know, I think we should wrap up part one because I have so much I okay. want to get into with you. And Kate, what I'm going to say to you now is I want you to walk me through what is happening in the world of TikTok influencing. I want, I know people may not care who listen to this, but I need to learn about it. And I think that we all need to make ourselves smarter, better people. Um, we're going to talk more TV. I want to talk perhaps a little Bravo with you. I know you dabble in the bravs a little bit. that will be fun. Um, and just about your life and life in uh, in the Midwest, you know? So Kate Kennedy, if you don't that listen to her, great. it's going to be fun. If you don't listen to Kate, um, well, maybe we can talk about Ben and Jen. I know you're very into that as well. Uh, yeah. You feel... A I, I don't know. Do I reserve my thoughts? I reserve, mean, yes. reserve, <laughs> reserve. Okay. <laughs> Uh, come back for part two on Thursday. We're going to have Kate Kennedy. If you don't subscribe to Kate's podcast, it's be there in five follow Kate. I always tell her this. I'll say it again. Kate's Instagram stories inspire me to get out of bed every morning. They are so well done. They're so in depth. Genuinely. I don't understand how she does it because they're so fucking good. So follow her on Instagram at be there in five. And, um, if you like our podcast and only if you like our podcast, feel free to leave a review on Apple podcasts. Why not throw five stars our way? It's nice. I enjoy it. I like to see it. Uh, we'll see you Thursday. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.